welcome back to See and Free Studio. I'm Jennifer Longian. I'm so glad to have you here. This is the place where we come to talk about what makes us unique, special, and different. And I'm super excited about today's guest because she makes it her mission to put people at ease and make sure they have fun. And who doesn't need that right now? Uh, so who's this magical person I'm talking about? Candy Clark. Candy Clark is the founder and photographer at Magical Picks by Candy, a Central Florida photography company that specializes in on-location photography. Magical Picks provides portrait sessions and event photography designed to make people feel at ease having their picture made. You might even end up having fun. Magical Picks is known worldwide, and Candy's been featured in blogs, articles, and podcasts much like this one. What I love is what she says about her company. Magical Picks is all-inclusive. Love is love and all humans are welcome. I'm a pretty simple person. I love to laugh. I don't take myself too seriously. I've never met a stranger and I strive to take the anxiety out of portraits. Candy is a mom to three humans whom I've got to watch uh, grow up through social media and a cat. I can't wait to introduce you to this incredible person. Candy Clark, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me. I am so glad you are here. Tell everyone, so I know you're down in Florida, but tell everybody where you are, what you're doing these days, and what's happening in your life. So I am in Winter Garden, and that's just outside of Orlando, actually about eight miles from Magic Kingdom. So I can, I can see fireworks from my house, which is pretty magical every day. Um, uh, things are just starting to kind of get back in gear for me, uh, post pandemic, um, because people are traveling again and, and coming back and most of my clients are from out of town. So, um, I'm getting busy and back like pre pandemic vibe. So that's good. So I'm just hanging in there and trying to make it to when we get a little bit more normal <laughs> yeah whatever that looks like right <laughs> i think we're all whatever it like, will look like right what is normal yeah. in this new world um yeah. well and so you're right near magic kingdom i mean i know you are a massive disney fan um and i also know like you said so many people go there to, to take their pictures how do they find you and 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 then how do you help kind of bring those memories to life for them so Funny enough, they find me through social media. I, I don't really do, I, I don't have to do any sort of advertising anymore. So word of mouth is my biggest friend. And that's where I would say most of my business comes from referrals and word of mouth. Um, and I grew my business completely on social media. So um I kind of rely on, you know, Facebook and Instagram and things like that. Um, so that's that's how I they, they find me. And um, I've had clients from Spain and Scotland and um, Labrador, Canada. So I, I see people from everywhere and it's amazing. And it's um, a lot of fun to, to see people from all over that that come here you know to go to disney or they go to universal and um, i get to take their picture and everyone is a little more chill on vacation so it's a little bit easier than 
it was in Atlanta because everyone's in such a good mood. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I met you when you were in Atlanta. I was uh, telling, uh, I was reminding myself earlier that you took pictures of our family, one of our earliest family photographers, and uh, we really appreciated it. And you talk about how you put people at ease and you have fun, and um, and you not only helped us put, put us at ease, but you were extremely patient <laughs> with, with two boys. <laughs> um, and uh, our first son was uh, for sure very hyper and crazy at the time. Um, well, so Candy, this show is all about what makes us unique, special, and different, like what we celebrate are about ourselves. And I would love for you to share with people what that is for you. I thought a lot about this since uh, you sent the email, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm a really bad at taking compliments, and I'm really bad at talking <laughs> about myself. But um, I thought about what someone you know might say about me and i think it's that um i i am a patient person but i just love people and i like to be with people and i like to make people smile and i i like to make people feel loved and wanted and included and i i don't like it doesn't make me happy if if somebody is left out if somebody is not smiling if somebody feels like they're not beautiful and that bothers me so I, I like to make it my job to to make people feel good and that's what I like to do I like to um, you know moms and dads and everyone in between and just help you feel safe I don't know safe space I guess is is the right word. I like to feel like I'm a safe space for anyone at any time and um, just try to be positive and, and make sure that nobody feels like they're left out. Yeah. And I, I love that. And, you know, has that been something you've known about yourself forever since you were a kid? Or is it something you've discovered over time? Um, or did you even know that that's what kind of was your unique, special and different um, until you just articulated it? <laughs> you know, I, I think it was, I think it's, it's a, is it as I'm getting older mm, thing? Yeah. Um, I, when I started the business to move to, to Florida um, and everything was on social media and, you know, you, you, I put my whole self out there because I made myself the brand. And so that's opening yourself up to feedback, you know, bad, good, whatever it is. When you, when you make yourself the brand, you're putting yourself out there. And the feedback has been so overwhelmingly amazing and kind to me that that I I have over time learned to take it and realize that maybe that is my gift. You know, I um, maybe I should listen to what everybody else has to say and appreciate that that's my gift and and keep using it. Yeah, that's great. And I do know that about you. I mean, I I love the way you write even um, in the spirit of your brand. I mean, I, I love that you put put yourself out there and your perspectives and you 
you know, take care of people and you, you raise awareness about what's going on in people's lives. And I, I love that about you. Um, so there's more feedback for you. <laughs> um, you. Um, so tell me, you know, what's, um, what's inspiring you like these days? I mean, it has been kind of a tough year. And, and like you said, there was a bit of a lull, um, I'm sure from a business perspective. So what keeps you going? I think it's the kids, you know, my kids, other people's kids, my kids' friends. And, you know, I just want to say that I, I feel like younger generations get a lot of flack for, you know, being this or that, or, you know, but, but I look at my 19-year-old son's friends and I look at my 16-year-old daughter's friends. And then if you even go down to my 10-year-old's son's friends and these kids they're open-minded they're caring they love everyone they you know they they don't body shame each other they don't you know they're just very open-minded coming up and that that gives me hope because I, I like to think that you know I'm kind of raising up the next generation that's going to take it one level past you know what i've been able to do and then it, it just gives me a little bit of hope to know that that things are going to be in their hands you know pretty soon and and they're i feel like they're just such an amazing group of kids yeah what well, was so who was the person that helped you level up uh, was there anybody in your you know younger life that that you felt really kind of lifted you up and inspired you and and helped you kind of see the best in people you know i'm going to go with there were so many i i'm the kid who loved school so um <laughs> there has to be one <laughs> yeah i'm the kid that loved school but honestly like Childhood and teen years were very rough for me. I didn't mm -hmm. have a very mm -hmm. stable house to live in. I didn't have um, a lot of support at home. But when I finally like got out of my house and moved to college and I had I went to Georgia State and I had every professor in in the anthropology department there was so welcoming and so just happy to have students there learning and they never thought that you couldn't do it and mm -hmm. pushed me a little harder and and knew that I was smart enough and capable and cared enough to to push me and break my boundaries a little bit and I think that's where I kind of figured out who I was and that I could that I was a real person and I had real feelings that mattered and I had brains in my head and you know things like that. So I, it was late for me. So, um, I would say my, my college professors were the ones who like pushed me out of my shell a little bit. Well, thank goodness for them. Like, I, I think mm -hmm. sometimes we take that for granted because people can look at you later in life and say, Oh my gosh, you're, you're so accomplished. You're so grounded. You're so all of these things. And some of us have to take the path of adversity to get there. Right. Mm -hmm. And then just appreciate it when you, when you do. And, and thank you for t sharing your story. Cause I think, um, you know, hopefully that gives hope to people that are still trying to figure that out. And, and they do need that support system like you had with your professors just to remind them like, 
you've got it, you've got something and you need to just appreciate it about yourself. So thank you professors mm -hmm. for that, yes, <laughs> for helping Katie so see that. Yes. We're still, I'm still friends with many of them today. We've grown into like friends for real and, and they're just, they're still like supportive, amazing people. And it's just, I don't know. I think it's uh, the anthropology department. They love people over there. So That's I, right. I <laughs> by by yeah. nature. Um, yes. or, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, is, I mean, how do you think that played a part in kind of how you evolved into your profession? Because anthropology is like study, it is about studying people and cultures and, and whatnot. Do you think that it lent itself to the you know pursuit of photography and, and the art that you're now in? I don't think, well, it did open some doors for me in um, anthropology and I got to do some amazing trips and field schools mm -hmm. and experiences um, because of the skill. I was already doing photography straight out of high school. Mm, um, yeah. So I, I did it kind of part time all through college and um, I thought I was going to you know, get out of college and get a traditional job and um, move on, you know, through life like everyone does. But um, I think I decided I wanted to do it full time. I was teaching at a school and I just really wanted more flexibility in my life. I wanted more like autonomy over my own schedule and, and my own life and what I was doing. So I decided to try to have a go at, at being full time. So, um, it was kind of scary. Um, but it, it ended up being perfect and it worked out great. And, um, here I am, it's been six years of full time. So, um, I've been super blessed with amazing people that, you know, spread my name around and I'm able to continue to, um, you know, homeschool my youngest and pick my oldest up from school every day. And um, those were things that I didn't realize were going to be important to me at the time, but became important later. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, and you know, you talked a lot about how you know focusing on your children has been so important lately. And um, you know, in the spirit of your USD and kind of helping people find joy and and you know put a smile on their face and and make them feel included. You know, what are some of the the maybe advice or suggestions you could share either with your children or with other parents right now who want to try to do that for their children? I would say first, you know, parents out there, give yourself some grace. It's mm -hmm. hard right now for everyone. Being a parent is hard under the most, you know, normal conditions. And, and you know, we've all been parenting through a pandemic. We've been parenting through like scary political times the past several years and and a lot of, you know, social unrest and strife. And, you know, so my, my first advice to parents would be give yourself a little grace. You know, your kids don't need you to be perfect. They just need you to be you and love them. And that's all you have to do. Um, and to, to bring the joy, I think you just have to find it in the normal everyday things. You know, we get to 
get up every morning and, you know, it's hot in Florida and I try not to complain too much, you know, I'm like the sun is shining and we have beautiful trees. And, you know, I just, I try to find the happiness in all the everyday little things and not try to get so bogged down with all of, you know, the sadness and strife in the world because it's so easy to do. And, you know, also while making them kind of aware and, you know, tiny little advocates in the world. So um, I try to focus on the positive of that and not the negative of that. And I think I just go day to day like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. And it is a kind of a day by day thing. Um, but I love that advice is just, you know, to find find joy in, in, in the day to day and find joy in what could be monotonous or could be hard, um, but try to find the positives in it. And um, I think that's great advice. Well, one of the things I like to do during the show is ask a random question and you get to pick between one and 25 and that'll tell us what question you're gonna answer. What do you wanna pick? I'm going four. Four, all right. Ooh, okay. What's something you've always wanted to learn? And if you haven't started yet, what's stopping you? Oh my gosh. This is a hard question. For it me. is. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I don't know if you're familiar, but I'm like, I'm an Enneagram seven with ADD. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> so yeah. I want all the things. I want to learn all the things. I want to do all the things. And what is stopping me is everything else. <laughs> like I, I, I could, this is such a, of course the universe gave me this question. Um, I, I really, I feel, I actually, the one, one of the things I have the most anxiety about in life is there, there are so many things out there that I'm never going to get to learn or see because there's just not enough time for me to do all the things that I want to do. Um, so thankfully, you know, I live in the age of internet, but I think if I had to narrow it down to one thing I would like to learn is maybe next year I would like to do some family tree work. Mm. something that I could um, share with my kids and share, you know, with my parents, my brother, my family and stuff like that. But just, I love history. So I feel like delving into my own personal history might be fun. Um, but I would also like to get really good at crocheting. Mm. But I am the queen of unfinished craft projects. So... <laughs> Set myself up for failure there. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. I um, when I was taking time off, I was buying up like basket weaving kits and rock painting. I was doing all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff because I'm also the same way, and I learn by doing. So I'm. It's it's a constant like you know. I tell people all the time that I live my life to elude boredom. <laughs> so that's I'm just it. like, yeah, that's it. You know, that's it's it. not a bad thing. Well, um, thanks for sharing that. Um, you know, I, one of the things I like to do on the show is, is highlight organizations that people care about that we can bring um, some attention to, um, maybe even bring some money to help the cause. Um, and the organization you chose was the One Pulse Foundation. Would you like to share what they're about and what they're doing? Yes, I would love that. So the One Pulse Foundation was created by 
the owners of the Pulse nightclub. And if you don't know what um, happened there, it was in 2016, in the summer of 2016, um, a an active shooter came into the nightclub and killed 49 people. And um, it was really attack on the gay community and um, the community really came together and, and, you know, it was, it was devastating and it was horrifying, but it was also a, a really big show of, of community at the same time. So what they've done is, is they've set up the, the foundation and, and the money for donated to the foundation goes to create like a sanctuary, like a memorial museum um, for what happened. Um, And they also have a scholarship fund. And the scholarship fund is like a legacy fund for um, surviving family members and things like that and um, other kids in the community. And um, I just, I feel very strongly about creating the memorial and, and not to remind us of how sad it was, even though it will, but just so that um, these 49 people don't get kind of lost to history. Um, you know, and it's my personal opinion, but you know, it, it was a terrorist attack on a specific community. And, and I want that place there so that my kids and other people's kids and anyone can go and learn and, you know, hopefully speak to their heart a little about being kind to everyone, you know, no matter who they love or what they look like or, you know, what they believe. I think you should, you know, I think it would help empathy, you know, like create empathy in in the community and be a good place of learning for the kids. Yeah. Agreed. And thank you for sharing that and bringing attention to what happened at the Pulse nightclub. Um, I remember those events. It was horrific. Um, And you're right, it was an attack on the community. And so thanks for bringing attention to it and holding attention for it. Um, Years later, I, I love that you are so passionate about that, and um, I hope that we can all raise some awareness for the foundation and just for, like you said, uh, being kind to everyone um, and and recognizing people are different, um, and but they're still worthy. Um, so mm-hmm. please, at the end of the show, we'll have a QR code, and um, you can, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can quickly snap the QR code with your phone and donate to One Pulse Foundation. If you're listening to us, just look them up. They're right there on the internet and you can donate. It's at the top of the page. They make it super easy to to find. So I really appreciate you bringing that attention, Candy. Uh, My wife and I definitely appreciate it as part of the gay community. So thank you. Of course. I love you guys. And and I want to get to a place in the world, you know, where I'm not getting emails as a photographer asking if, I photograph, you know, will you photograph me and my wife? Will you photograph me and my husband? Will you photograph me and my family? I want to get to a place in the world where no one has to ask me that. When they send an email, they can send an email just like everyone else and say, you know, will you photograph, you know, are you available? Not like if, if I will. And it, and it hurts my heart that people 
are living in a world where they feel like they need to ask me permission to do basic family things that everyone does. And so on my website and, you know, on my social media, I really try to spotlight um, any sort of, you know, kid differently abled kids and different looking families and all of those things. Cause I just want those things to not be different. I want us to all live together and, and for people not to have to have anxiety about something as simple as emailing a photographer to ask about getting a family picture made. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, you're a wonderful person. You're a magical person. Um, I, I love that. I love your commitment to, to just letting everyone be themselves. And like you said, just wanting people to feel good. I love that that's your USD. And I hope that people return the favor and that you get to feel good as well. Um, I, I really enjoy getting to know you. I love still following you years later, even though we don't see each other anymore these days. Maybe someday, because you do on location. So if the family's ever in Florida, I'll come find you. <laughs> I'll come um, to California. Hey, listen, that's, that's true. You did not limit yourself. So this is a location. No. <laughs> so I'll take it. That's right. <laughs> well, so Candy, I'm so glad you came on the show. I really appreciate you accepting the invite and joining me today. And um, I hope you and the family do well and uh, that everything good in life comes your way. Thank you so much. It was so good to see your face and give everyone love from me. And I appreciate you asking me to be a part of this and your amazing group of people that you've had on so far. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. And I appreciate all of our viewers that come here every week. So please subscribe if you haven't already. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Google, uh, you name it, we're on it. Um, and uh, we hope to see you soon.